Hi, and welcome back. I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about my takeaways from my conversation with Chris Miranda. Chris Miranda, if you'll remember, is a uh, you know, very experienced uh, um, paralegal that has worked in, a, in New York and in North Carolina on uh, workers' compensation claims, some of them you know, really catastrophic claims. And uh, he talked about his experience, the experience in those kinds of uh, situations. The first thing that I thought was interesting about uh, what Chris said was he talked about a lot of people seem to think that fault is a part of the analysis. You know, they hear about uh, negligence and they hear about fault and they hear about, uh, you know, uh, liability and all that sort of thing. And it's important to draw the distinction between liability, which is uh, – which is an injury caused by someone else's negligence and workers' compensation, which is an injury that's compensable by virtue of your employment status. And uh, these things are not necessarily uh, not, not related. And so workers' compensation it does, is not, fault is not a component of the workers' compensation analysis. So uh, it's important to recognize that. We see that when a lot of people contact us about these kinds of claims and they'll say, well, you know, I want you to know it wasn't our fault. It wasn't my fault because of this or that or, or, or whatever. And that, that, that may ultimately be relevant, but, it, but it, you know, if there's a third-party claim, if there's a liability claim, but in workers' compensation claims, it's generally not a part of the analysis. The second thing that I thought was really interesting about what Chris said is he talked about uh, the adjusters, particularly in catastrophic cases, and he talked about um, how uh, – in uh, in the in the lawyers in catastrophic cases, he talked about those people as not necessarily being uh, bad guys. Um, he talked about those people as being, uh, um, and, and also being a, especially in catastrophic cases, it's a small group of people. We see the same uh, insurance companies, the same insurance adjusters, the same insurance defense lawyers in in catastrophic cases. That's not to say that there aren't some. Uh, people that some lawyers or companies or agents that might not be a part of that sort of relatively small group. But we seem to tend to see the same people over and over again in these catastrophic cases. And that's why one of the, another one of the reasons why credibility is so important and professionalism is so important and, and being the kind of person and firm uh, that does what they say they're going to do. And that's important in terms of our ability to uh, communicate with these uh, professionals and and um, yeah, maximizing the recovery in these kinds of cases. The third thing that I thought was really important about what Chris said was he talked about, uh, when we talked about um, uh, catastrophic cases, how insurance companies and adjusters and, and, and defense lawyers uh, deal with these cases. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, their responsibility, their objective is to reduce and minimize the exposure for the company, for the insurance company, and for the employer. And uh, that, unfortunately, comes at the expense of the employee. And so our position is exactly the opposite. We want to maximize the benefit to the employee. So we are on opposite sides of the fence, even if they are uh, uh, not necessarily bad people. And a lot of what, times the way they do it in these catastrophic cases is uh, it's, there's no denying that the person was hurt at work. There's no denying that it's compensable. There's no de denying that it's covered. So they'll start out providing good care uh, and, and they'll try start out providing um, uh, the care that a person needs after a catastrophic injury. However, over time what we see is they'll gradually start peeling back and taking away this and taking away that and taking away this. 
And, and then what they're trying to do is they're trying to reduce the amount of uh, benefits, the cost that the insurance company is required to, uh, to pay. And so and, and certain times that, that may make, might make sense. It might make sense as a person recovers and gets better and, and their body heals and their mind heals that they might require uh, fewer and fewer uh, professional and medical services. But we want to be very careful about that. Uh, we want to be very careful about the, the removal of those kinds of st services, particularly where if someone needs those services or if someone's being rushed back to work or if, so, if, 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 if a functional capacity exam is saying uh, that a person is capable of going back to work when really they're, they're not capable of going back to work. So those are some of the different ways where in these catastrophic cases that, that the, these arguments take place over some of these different issues and they can have a huge impact on the value of a claim. Uh, so I hope that's helpful and thank you for joining us.